Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good anytime you plug in a podcast, we are here. We Watch Anything is back for double the amount of episodes you managed to produce last year, which I think is quite <laughs> impressive. <laughs> yeah, we're doing really well. Yeah. And, uh, I've just got to say, I'm really enjoying this new just having the music and none of the talky bits. You know, for our opening, what's it? Yeah, yeah, we've lost our sort of formulaic opening, which which is good because, you know, we had to... But what I'm wondering is, should we release a version of the podcast where the bedding, the bed music just plays continually? What, like, for like 40 minutes? Yeah, while we speak over the top. I <laughs> to, un- to undermine what we say. That is a great segue, actually, into uh, me going to say, you know what, if you are enjoying this podcast, especially this new reformatted co- podcast, do let us know, get in touch. Hit us up on the Gmail. We watch anything at gmail.com. Subscribe. That's always nice to do. Um, hit us on Twitter, any of that stuff. And uh, you could suggest a movie we could review. And you could tell us whether you do want 40 minutes of wall to wall, the same theme tune banging at you. Because if you do, it could be within your power to make it happen. I do mean very quiet, low in the mix. But I just think it could, you know, it could be sort of like naturally undermining what we say by making us sound stupid. And comedic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I, I think it's definitely making legs. everyone go completely mad by about ten minutes into the pod. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I want in life. Perfect. Yeah. Sabotaging our own podcast. I love it. Yeah. I mean talk, talking I've got a, a thing that happened today that I'm gonna tell you about very briefly, which has nothing to do with films, but just me being a total idiot. It's Excellent. it follows on from talking about idiocy. Mm. Today I had in that I was delivered. It, no, <laughs> today it was delivered. Today. Was delivered. <laughs> it was delivered to me was a uh, toaster, and I was really excited because it was a six-slice toaster, and I'd got a really good price on it, and I was really <laughs> delighted on my great price six-slice toaster. I don't think I I've ever out. wanted to toast six things simultaneously, but carry you know, on. me in toast. I, I, I plugged it in. I, I put down the thingy for the first time, let mm. it burn off the newness, then put in some toast, and I only toasted one side, and I was like, what? Anyway... After a while, I realised I'd got a six-slice bun toaster. Oh, you total arson. <laughs> only does. So I can only slide, like toast six slices of toast on one side. At the oh, that's time. amazing. That is amazing. I, so I, I thought you just had it set to a bagel setting. Our toaster has a really particularly not ever used bagel setting that just does one side, but then... My daughter, who's addicted to bagels, doesn't like them toasted on one side. I mean, she's a oh, well, she, she would love this then. Yeah. Does she, <laughs> she want to buy it off me? <laughs> it was surprisingly expensive considering I got a great deal. Um, Have you thought about yes, I basically it, bought maybe. specialist catering equipment. Yeah, yeah, you did. Well done. <laughs> what a noob. <laughs> Oh, yeah, dear. have you thought about maybe returning this? Is this, is this a possibility? That is what I'm going to do, yes. Mm. But that's the less fun bit of the story. <laughs> it, is a, it is a good lesson for all those people out there. Yeah. Make sure you're not buying a specialist bun toaster. <laughs> Seriously. Anyway, sorry to go off film or off watching things. but No, no, I, I did that actually when I ordered some hair clippers over, over um, lockdown. Unfortunately, I realised just at the last moment that I'd ordered the dog version. <laughs> they were very cheap. Why were they so cheap? Oh, yeah. oh, they're dog clippers. Right, right. Cancel, cancel. Oh, jeez. Mm. So, so it's back been to a, the pod. Yeah, well, I mean, with our new format, we have ditched that sort of concept of, you know, you watch one, I watch one, and we watch one together. We still gonna watch one together, but we're gonna, you know, be a bit more free form, a bit more free flowing. Let's say. Um, in our recommendations for stuff that we've been watching independently, because we're just being sort of a bit voracious at the moment, and uh, yeah. 
just snaffling up films in our massive eye gobs. <laughs> um, yeah, and and I've got I've got two films to recommend. Mm, um, love it. Not all horror, so that's good. Oh. Um, what, what about you? Have you got two to recommend? I do have two to recommend, although you know they're both roughly horror. One of them is sort of sci-fi, really. Oh, okay. Do you want to go first this time, or? I can go first with one of them. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I can, okay. I can kick open that door and run through it. So the first film um, that I was going to talk about is uh, something called Containment. Have you ever heard of this movie called Containment? Containment. Um, I'm not sure. Tell me more about it. It is a 2015 Brit sci-fi kind of thriller thing where essentially there's a bunch of people in an office block, or not office block, that's, that's complete light, and a, a bit of... Uh, a council housing block or social housing, as we're yeah. not calling yeah, yeah, it yeah, in okay. the UK, um, and they basically realise that they have been um, locked into their their block. They're not allowed to leave, and that increasingly outside there are people in hazmat suits, and there's kind of like a cordon being formed around them, That's and cool. they um, and they and they they're trapped. They have no idea why they can't leave, and. As it progresses, people sort of are tunnelling through the walls to hook up with each other and find some sort of way, and, and a sort of merry band of uh, of people locked into this this tower block kind of get together to try and find a way out, find some answers, um, and they have various encounters with the people in hazmat suits and various encounters with other residents of the block. Yeah. Um, and it progresses from there, really. A good setup. Sounds it a bit is- like Rick. Or, or yeah, but but without the sort of it's not it's all daytime as well. And I really like the fact it's in daytime. Mm. I love I love sort of um, sci-fi horror things in day. Yeah, I think it presents a nice challenge and makes it you know harder. To, but it is it's genuinely quite you know it's quite unsettling and they and I think I think the acting's pretty decent. Um, it's played out pretty well. It's directed by someone called Neil McHenry West, and I, right. he's only um, done well. This is his only feature. Uh, he's got a short that he made called Dad, which I know very little about. Um, and he wrote this and directed it, yes, yeah, six years ago. So hopefully he's trying to get another one off the ground. I think it had a really nice kind of like, he did, you know, that, that sort of claustrophobia of things being in the tower block setting, that kind of panic of you don't know what's happening to you, that you're a you know, victim of, of circumstance. And, um, yeah. and that, you know, it, it very much ties in these days with a bit of pandemic, you know? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, well, that, that sounds really good. So, is it on Prime or It is Netflix a Prime, or? yes. It's a Prime. It's a Prime watch. Oh, um, and I guess the only the only person really I recognised in it who you might know is Louise Breely. Does she ring any bells to you? No. Um, she was Molly Hooper in Sherlock. Um, she's in. You'd, oh, you'd... yeah. Okay, I know exactly who you mean. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. There you go. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and yeah, she was in Ripper Street and Law and Order. She's been in a whole bunch of stuff, and uh, yeah. she's very good. Uh, as are the rest of the cast, actually, in general. I mean, there are some silly bits. There's times when you go, yeah, I mean, meh. But in, in general, as a whole, it's a solid kind of like C plus, B minus for me, I think. Wow. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. The containment, you say. Containment. That's what I do Containment. Say, and I stand by okay. it. Okay, fantastic. Well, are you ready for mine? I've, I've oof, never been more ready. Yeah? Well, um... Last time, one of my recommendations was a um, anthology horror movie. Yes, and we also had a little bit of a disagreement about the scariness of the um, doll in 
dead silence and talked about the doll in Annabelle and stuff. Yeah. And that got me thinking about another thing that I recently watched on Prime and I watched again the other night, especially for this podcast. And it's an anthology thing on Prime called Trilogy of Terror. I like it and, already. And it's, it's it, it, amongst anthology aficionados, which I don't class myself as one, mm-hmm. but, I, uh, but reading up, it's actually quite a uh, well-respected one. And it's um, and I met and and the other reason I decided to choose it is because the last story in it involves a terrifying doll type thing. Anyway, it's it was made in 1975. It was a made-for-TV movie, which when you watch it is quite surprising considering it was first shown at like 8:30 at night. Yeah. Was, yeah, it's 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 got some scary bits. Um, all three stories are, uh, star Karen Black, lovely Karen oh, yeah, Black. Yeah, yeah. Um, from um, oh, Invaders from Mars. She yes. was in that one, yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. And all three stories as well. Well, all three are based on short stories by Richard Matheson. Oh, cool. Who, who wrote, wrote, you know, I Am Legend. Legend. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and General, you know, I hero. really did enjoy the short story of that. I, I'm one of the people, I think, who didn't hate the movie either, but the short story is very, very good. Oh, the, the, the book's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, totally agree. Um, I didn't love the film, but I didn't hate it either. Yeah. Um, no, it's fine. It just, yeah, I thought it was okay. Anyway, the, but the trilogy of terror. So the first two stories are fine, slightly forgettable, but they're pretty good. But they they seem just fairly. You'd just watch them go. Oh. The last one, mm, the creepy doll one, is is the creepy doll one. And awesome. again, if you saw the photograph of it, you'd kind of laugh because it's it's a Zuni fetish doll, and basically it's this sort of small, um, dark colored doll with like kind of scary teeth like really pointy teeth so it doesn't look like a nice thing so you immediately have that horror thing of why on earth would you want to own this thing yes but i mention it just because quite soon it basically you know comes alive and starts attacking her and there's just loads of sort of flashes of of i think it will remind you of um uh, cinematically of things like evil dead and okay is it um, quite pov and yeah loads of that and and something akin to gremlins and and but also awesome. genuinely it does stop it freaked me out a little bit you know <laughs> excellent but um, yeah i just strong recommend for trilogy of terror and if you're not enjoying it cut to the third story <laughs> with the the scary doll cuz i really recommend it and Following on from Dolls last time, it's quite a good creepy one. Oh, nice. Yeah. So did you... Um, sorry, the first two ones, are they kind of like... Are they just relatively bog-standard theme-wise? Yeah, they're just... They're, 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 they're horror stories. They're more like Tales of the Unexpected, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that sort of level of creep. And they are good. You know, they're good. But they just... They're not as memorable. Yeah, Although yeah, yeah, Karen yeah. Black is great in all of them. And in one of them, she actually plays two characters. So she's so, the kind of like the linking structure throughout all three. Yeah, but there's no, there's no scene, like in some anthology movies, there's no linking scene or anything. It just goes from one story to the next story to the next story. Mm-hmm. And, um, no narrator. Yeah. No, no, nothing much. Like gentleness. No. Blah, 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 blah. And, no. and it's just good. And I, and I do like Karen Black. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah, it's when, it's when... I did read actually an interview from the from her looking back on her career. And she did think that this trilogy of terror was actually the point where she started getting typecast as a, as a horror performer. Oh, really? And so looks back on it in some, with what? some regret. But... Doing three separate horror stories in one go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she does have a but... horror face as well. Like you definitely look at Karen yeah. face and you're like, that's, that's, that's a horror face. Yeah. Which definitely. is a bit rude, but you know, I, but I just, I purely mean she has that, that 
sort of windswepty wild eye. Yeah, and she was just she was a really good screamer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she had a good scream. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on from that one to my next recommendation, which is a, a sort of more of a a classic um, cabin in the woods style horror movie kind of thing, but slightly twisty because it's a bit more affluent and it's nice cabin in the woods. It's not some sort of like teenagers going to a broken shack. It's kind of like okay. professional <laughs> couples um, rock up at a lovely pal on the beach and it has a very similar kind of effect. Um, okay. And that is quite a recent movie, actually. It is from 2020, I think. Yeah, released in 2020, called The Rental. Ooh, I've not heard of, not heard of this. Well, neither okay. had I, and I was quite surprised that I hadn't heard of it um, because it is it has several sort of um, maybe I'm not surprised. Um, I, I could just talk to myself, couldn't I? Um, <laughs> yeah. How surprised are you? It's directed. <laughs> that's a great new idea for a show. How surprised am I? <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, oh, bananas! Not surprising. Um, <laughs> it's directed by Dave Franco, so brother of. James, um, I think it's his directorial debut, okay. um, and he wrote it as well. Uh, and it stars Dan Stevens, which is why I thought I would be. I'm so surprised that I hadn't heard of it. But then Dan Stevens is quite good at going under the radar and doing B horror. Is he the one that was in Downton Abbey? Yes, and then, and and then, then was in the guest. Yeah. yeah, I love the guest. Exactly, <laughs> I exactly. love him in that. Dan Stevens is so watchable, I think. And he, yeah. he's, he's really watchable in kind of like a subversive kind of way. He's not that kind of like... I love the way he went from Downton Abbey and being sort of classically kind of that guy. And now he just does kind of um, good indie horror movies. Yeah. Um, and has just got that sort of charismatic but slightly unnervingly I might be evil face about him, <laughs> which is great. Um, so it's Dan Stevens and it is also another one of my favourite people, Alison Brie. I love Alison Brie. So she is, um, I don't know, um, this is going to be a recommend I've made on the pod before, I think possibly, probably, maybe, and I will make to anyone who will listen, and it's just been cancelled, which makes me want to cry, but Glow uh, on Netflix is one of my favourite shows of all time, Um, and she is one of the leads in that. She's also in Community, and in Mad Men, she um, plays the long-suffering new wife of... Oh, I can't remember the name of the guy, but he's the really oily, horrible one. Um, and one. They were all horrible and oily. The, you know, the, yes, the young up-and-comer one kind of thing who's constantly after, sort of yeah. John Draper's kind of constantly putting down Pete thingy. Um, anyway, she is... Uh, Alison Brie is fab, and I, I'll watch her do anything. Um, and so it's them, and uh, they're kind of like... Dan Stevens' brother, not in real life... Um, and his other half and a dog and they yeah they go to this uh lovely sort of beach house place to kind of yeah, yeah i think they i think they're celebrating sort of a deal going well and there's you know they they take a certain amount of um alcoholic and narcotic refreshments with them to so kind of like a standard weekend for us too. Yeah, you know, exactly. We're, we're always celebrating our great deals, aren't we? Or yeah, our big deals and just pumping ourselves full of narcotics and booze <laughs> yeah. at beach houses. Oh, I'm just so pleased with that deal I struck only yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's very, very much in our wheelhouse, which is why yeah, I felt drawn to it. Um, and really, it's it, you know, it it's not going to break any boundaries. It's not a new thing, but it is. Um, 
uh, it is is pretty watchable, and Dan Stevens is incredibly watchable, I think, and so is Alison Brie, and there's there it nicely does the sort of like you know the um, the tension building up, the kind of um, that paranoia, the the weird stuff happening, and then the sort of the, the way it culminates is pretty good, and you know overall it's not a five out of five, it's not a ten out of ten, it's not a you know it's not going to break anyone's um, pleasure center i don't even know what that means but um <laughs> it is again it's, i think it's a really solid c that, that is totally worth your time watching and i do not think c is a bad thing i have said this before no. and i will say it again c is still a really sort of like solid recommendation for uh for a movie to watch it's definitely like it's raining outside let's watch the rental it's uh, i'm on my own because like, someone else my other half has gone to pilates let's watch the rental or it, watch it together this is what i'm crying out for though what gets so frustrating is that you just have a moment where you just want to watch an okay horror film boom and there are just so many that are just awful yeah no. or you just like no characters you give a monkeys about nothing of interest happens and you just sort of think all i want is a vaguely okay one i'm not asking for much am i watch the so, rental yeah, that sounds great i have yeah if i could have made a sort of trumpeting sound as i came to the, your rescue at that point with a, some sort of cavalry of streaming movies it would be the rental my mighty steed i ride in with is the rental yeah brilliant okay well that's two really good recommends from yeah. you you ready for my second i cannot wait I mean, it occurs because we don't tell each other what we're going to recommend so we no. can quite quickly we can easily recommend something that we've both seen but i don't think that's going to be a problem well no, but then we could, we could both talk about it which is quite exactly exciting, so it's, it? it's fabulous but it's so much fun I know. have you seen this is on prime again it's another prime film it's called the captain no have you watched this okay so this is a foreign language movie and it's not a horror film but it is a disturbing chilling Ooh. frankly horrible watch at times Ooh. because it's all based on a horrible but true story from the end of the war so it's all about this real guy right at the start of the movie it's black and white right at the start of the movie you see a guy running away you know running for his life really out of breath sweaty mm. dirty and behind him is just a german 1940s world war ii era car with a few people and they're shooting at him okay and he's a deserter. You find out that these men are, are rounding up, well, just shooting, chasing, making a sport of killing a deserter. deserter. Right, yeah, yeah. He gets away from them by hiding under a... He just manages to, to evade them. But it's a really sort of, you know, it's a very electric start to a movie. And then quite soon he comes across a crashed car and inside is a dead German Luftwaffe officer right captain yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he so and and there's some food as well and he basically he's he puts on the clothes of this you know he disguises himself as this as the captain, captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so begins the film and basically he in that guise he manages to carry off himself as a captain and then he does he, know he to know how to fly a plane if he's trying to be a captain in the <laughs> So this is, I mean, it, this actually happened and it's set right at the end of the war. And basically, I won't go into too, basically it's a horrible story because he did, in real life, this character did. Then the power sort of went to his head, as it were, and he oversaw the killing 
of a lot of German deserters. Oh. Because obviously this was right at the end of the war. So loads of, you know, you know, there was very low morale. There was a lot of deserting going on. And I recommend looking it up. Or, or, well, I recommend watching the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's, it is hard to watch. There is a, the blackest of black sort of humour behind it all. Mm. The main guy, but in fact, all the performances are fantastic. It's shot in black and white. And I just couldn't take my eyes off it. Wow. And although it is a disturbing, chilling watch, I should say it, there's not, it's not gratuitous the way they, they show what he did, if you see what I mean, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. just, you just see a, it's just a, a sort of a character study or rather a study of what happens when power, you know, corrupts, it goes to his head, you know, and, and it's also got, so a couple of the sort of the people that he manages to sort of corral and follow him and do his bidding you can tell that a couple of them kind of know that something's not right, but they do what he says anyway. And that kind of adds to this. It's a, it's an unsettling watch mm. and really good. And the only other thing I wanted to mention is that when I clicked it on prime, it came up with like the running time of like four hours oh, or something. God. And I was like, what? Oh, well, I'm going to start it anyway. Cause I just saw it's going to be like Das Boot. This is going to be an epic. Yeah. Great. And then it I, suddenly I got it got to the end of the film, and it was because on Prime they've done this weird thing where if you start watching it, it first has it all in black and white, and then has the exact film all the way again, but colour. Oh, did you watch so, it in colour? No, I didn't know this. You know, I so I just watched it in black and white, and but all the trailers seem to be in black and white. I think yeah. it was released in black and white, and it's really really good, but not a fun, you know, not an escapist story but i really it's a strong recommend i'd 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 give it a b oh no it sounds, i don't really know, i don't really, really know what to give it i, I can say like, it's quite i kind of love the idea of it and it sounds like something i wouldn't have come across so that is just solid digging action nice that actually reminds me bizarrely enough because i'm going to just like sneak in something here as well it's something that did not go unnoticed but it may have kind of fallen off people's radars because it was um it is from 2012 also on prime but it's a movie called Compliance. Have you seen Compliance? Oh, no, I remember this. I remember reading about it. No, Again, I've it's a true it. story, it like? and it is about... It, it, it's very similarly, in some ways, it's about how power can go to people's heads and how people can be um, co-opted into doing things that they wouldn't usually do. So it's someone calls up a McDonald's drive through purporting to be from the police, and ends up getting one of the employees to basically held in the storeroom and strip-searched by other employees and things. It's a real... It's a yeah. very, and it is a true story. It's a very, very weird case, and it's very, very good. Um, and it stars actually. It's got Anne Dowd. I don't know if you watch Handmaid's Tale, but um, no, I'm planning to read it first. Okay, she's the sort of most sadistic it. old lady in Handmaid's Tale. Um, but yeah, it just, just, it just sort of struck a chord with it. It's funny because I was going to talk about compliance, and then thought, oh no, because I thought it was maybe a bit too well known. But I hadn't realised it's, it's been nine years since it premiered at Sundance. So actually, oh, okay. if you do want to watch a really cracking. Um, sort of odd psychological thing along those lines, but a lot less harrowing than killing loads of people in war, um, yeah. then uh, then go for compliance. The, the captain, by the way, is from 2017. Mm-hmm. Just for interest. Is he? Yeah. Great. Well, that's... Well, but so, uh, all four strong recommends there. Yeah. That's exciting. And a, and, a, and a bonus recommend as well. Yeah, well done. I like it when you sneak in those extra ones. I like sneaking in the extra ones. That's what she said. I've been watching The Office not? again. I can't help it. I just watch it constantly. Literally. I'm on the fourth one. I know. I'm on. The, I'm, 
I'm watching it concurrently with my wife, who's never seen it before. So I'm on season five there, but I just finished season nine and gone back to season two or one and two again on my own. Seasons two, three, four are all really good. Uh, five's a bit corker as well. But um, yeah, and then six is pretty good. Seven is nice. Anywho, so that that is not original. Everyone in the world's watching The Office right now. Um, but what, we don't have to be original, though. That's true. What people maybe have not watched or haven't thought about watching or maybe would like to watch after this depending on what we say is a movie that we both decided to watch called Jono Saint Maud Saint Maud and it's from 2019 yeah. it's uh, directed by a director called Rose Glass which is a a really cool name it is isn't it yeah <laughs> um couldn't agree more and it's her latest directorial outing. She's made a bunch of shorts before that, but this is her first feature. This is her first full-length picture, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I would imagine that maybe, um, I don't know, she's, she might have a few things sort of coming up, but I don't have IMDb Pro, so I don't know. Me. Um, I did for a while, and then it spent a fortune on my credit card. Anyway, St. Maud, um, from released in 2019, it is the story of a nurse a kind of a private nurse played by and i'm going to apologize to any welsh listeners for my pronunciation but morfith clark i believe it's morfith m-o-r-f-y double d so i think it's morfith clark um and she goes to become a nursemaid to um a sort of a kind of retired performery yeah a form a, a former famous performing dancer and choreographer and all sort of thing yeah played by um jennifer i'm never quite sure how do you pronounce her i don't know but she was in pride and prejudice and she's great yeah Um, she's fantastic and she was in uh oh oh come on it won uh uh, zero dark 30 oh yes she was she was she was Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i was pleased to see her in that yeah um, so she, yes, so she goes to to, to become her nursemaid and... Uh, oh, yeah, who's dying. So yeah, this yeah, is the thing. She's she's a former dancer who's very, you know... Yeah, she's in late very cancer, essentially, isn't she? I think. Doesn't have, doesn't have much time left. Yeah. Um, but it still, look, still looks sort of... Um, yeah, she's not like... She's not, it's not Jennifer dressed up as an old woman. It's no, Jennifer no, 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 no. playing a former dancer who's got some ghastly yeah. cancer, we assume. Um, the whole thing kicks off, oddly, with Morpeth Clark kind of staring at bugs on the ceiling and covered in blood. So you know that it's whatever's going to happen, either either what's happened before this movie has not ended well, or something in this movie is not going to end well. But it definitely, it's, it's a nice touch. It just sets you up for, like, whatever you see coming up, don't forget that right at the beginning there's blood and cockroaches on the ceiling. Yes. Um, and, it's, and she's in a seaside resort of some variety. I couldn't really quite work out where it was. Yeah, I, I, I spent quite a lot of the film trying to figure out where Blackpool, it was. I was going, mm, maybe Fishguard. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, she and uh, as as it progresses, and, and, and sort of, you know, in, in accordance with the title in some ways, um, we find out that Morpeth Clark character is quite sort of religiously inclined, or has become quite religiously yeah, inclined. Yeah, it seems... I can't quite remember whether this is is actually said, but it seems like she's quite a recent convert yeah. to. I think to I think being... it's very heavily implied that there was something that happened in her past that she, that then has sort of driven her. Yeah, and so she's 
So she starts looking after, she, she, we, we learn that she's recently come away from some kind of hospice care mm -hmm. that ended in some way that didn't go well. Yes. But anyway, she's now a private hospice nurse and she starts working for, or looking after Jennifer, yes. the dancer. And she's just quite quickly becomes obsessed or starts showing quite obsessional behaviours yeah. around her care of Jennifer. And more particularly, she starts, she gradually begins to see herself as being, as having to, she should save her soul, Jennifer's yes. soul. Yeah, yeah, she very much sees herself as, yeah, her spiritual saver, doesn't she? Save, yeah. save your. Um, save your. Which then culminates in a sort of a, 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 a confrontation slash altercation at a party, um, at which point she's dismissed from her service and the rest of the movie plays out with the consequences of that really and her dealing with that and dealing with um her life and and, and the sort of the the the, the repercussions of, of how that sort of impacts on her faith and her mental state um which yeah. is kind of also punctuated by this woman who keeps going to visit her who is uh, an ex-colleague who used to know her at the hospital and it seems like you know, you get the feeling from sort of certain episodes that happen that she used to be quite sort of like a carefree, go up to the bars, get a bit lashed, have a bit of fun kind of girl. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, and she's turned her back on all of that. And yeah, there's a lot of unwritten stuff, which you assume, and that's definitely one of yeah. them. Yeah, there's a sort of imagined backstory that it doesn't tell you, which is uh, one of the good things about it. What did you think of it, Ben? I, I really liked it. I, 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 oh, I, good. I well, That's a lie. I, no, it's not a lie. I really liked it. I don't ever want to watch it again. I okay, think, I think that's why I really I'm at. liked it. Mm. I've already watched it twice. Oh, have you? I, I yeah. And, and I don't want to, And it's not because it was bad, but I, it, it. I think it's very good, and I think it leaves you with a feeling, and it leaves you with, in a, you know, in a quite a sort of. I'm not. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to be spoiler free, but at the same time, it's not a happy movie. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not. And it's all right in the end movie. No. It's really not. Um, no, and, I think... and, and I don't, you know, I will watch it again, but I don't want to watch it again soon, I don't think, because uh, it was once was enough in a really good way. Like it was cracking, but um, well, I'm, I'm glad in, you like it. Yeah, right place we're not to going to disagree again. on this. Mm. I really liked it. It's definitely not going to become a favourite, but I just thought no. it's brilliant. I think performances are absolutely excellent in it. Yeah. Excellent performances. Jennifer Eyre and... really reminded me in a weird way of Meryl Streep in this movie, and I can't work out yeah. why, but she really yeah. did, even sort of visually, but yeah. 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 I, no, the thing I was just going to say is that so often horror films, you know, quite good horror films will be good for the fine, for the first two-thirds and then really massively fall away. Oh, this no. one I found was different. I found this one I it, kind of really it, it liked. gathers momentum. Third. Yeah, yeah. Was beginning to sort of just, was it, still enjoying it, but was a bit, oh, and then I thought the... It just it 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 was a good. It's a very good really new good ending. Yeah. But, yeah, 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 very good. And I don't want to be spoilerific, but I like. No, no, no. But I think it's really like the editing on the ending is fantastic. Like it's really well done, really well put together, and yeah. um, and all round does itself justice. Yeah, no, this is a strong, solid recommendation as far as I'm concerned. Like directorially, I mean, I am hoping we see some more things from um, from Rose Glass. Yeah. Because I think she's got a really great sensibility, and I think. Uh, she knows how to put a bit of cellulite together. And yeah. then, uh, and yeah, and the cast were fab. Music, actually, the music was really oh, the good. The music was great. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think the only thing is basically that, that sort of what you were saying about not wanting to watch it again. Mm. It's a bit like um, 
you know, like Moon is a really good science fiction movie. Yeah. But I never really want to watch it because it does just make me feel really isolated. Yeah, yeah, depressed. absolutely. I've only ever seen it once just for that reason. I'm like, I love that movie. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think, I think St. Maud is very much in that category. It's just because you see everything through her eyes and it just makes, yeah. Yeah, so there's a few things I thought, you know, there's, you know, there, there, there are some influences you can see in, in kind of, um, there's a little bit of, it, well, it, even though it's not this, but there is a, like a little bit of exorcist influence in there, just in the sort of unsettling way some things are done. There's that sort of like, um, I, see, I think the, the the music quite reminds me of the um, um, Requiem for a Dream score in, in oh, lots yes, of places. Yeah. And it has that kind of like, feeling of 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 life and and people's mental state becoming unraveled that kind of that music does to you i think um, yeah and I, it's not it's not really you know it's not like it's the first film that's done this but it sort of has some of that stuff from mother you know just that sort of that constant that that rising paranoia very, that very kind much of viewing so. yes. things through doors and kind of you know hearing people talking about you and stuff you yes know, yeah, paranoia yeah. yeah absolutely yeah it does it kind of like plays on some of those great sort of like paranoic movies and mm-hmm. But it's very much his own thing. Like it doesn't feel it doesn't feel to me. All I like about it is it doesn't feel to me like it's absolutely bursting with influences. It's not kind of just like oh yeah, she's you know she's taking this from here. It's very much her own thing, um, and really really well done. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, so that's it's a, it's a strong B plus for me. I think. Yeah, I think I was yeah, it's in the B category, mm. but purely because yeah, I I don't want to watch it too many times. Yeah, but yeah, it's a really 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 strong film. I definitely recommend watching it if you're in the mood for slightly being unsettled and unsettling stuff. Yeah, great. Awesome. Oh, I'm really glad you liked it. I thought Me you too. would like it. Yeah, no, I mean, it was it's quality. It's, I think it's class. And it's yeah. great, and it just proves you don't need loads of cash to make class as well. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's I'm, I'm still thinking sets. about where it was filmed. I don't know if I should just look it up. But <laughs> I was just, for a while, I was thinking, oh god, is this supposed to be set in Ireland? And then I realised, no. No, 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 no. It's definitely because there's, there's points when you know her whole. She has sort of ex dancers who come and visit her and that kind of thing. So yeah, it's definitely yeah, sort yeah. of accessible. No one cares. We care, but no, we'll, we, I we're care. Not, well, actually, we don't care enough to find out, though, did we? No, we just I didn't bother finding enough. out. No, we just thought we'd go meh about it. <laughs> um, so cool. Okay, well, that's five movies that we would recommend right now. Yeah. Um, and there's a little sixth one as well, if you fancy a bit of compliance. Yeah, a little bonus one. Yeah. I love the way, I love, I, I say again, I love the way you sneak in the bonuses. Can't honestly. Know. It really gets me going. I'm like that guy down the market. <laughs> Buy two, get one free. Or something. That's probably more of a Sainsbury's, isn't it? It's not really market. Well, I just started watching a documentary about Tesco the other day, which is quite interesting. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Well, it's the largest supermarket chain in the UK that came out of like a, a bloke and his wheelbarrow. Well, yeah, it's quite, it's quite interesting. Like, yeah, yeah. people are much written... more entrepreneurial than I am. Yeah, you're very entrepreneurial. No, I'm not. I'm not even remotely rich. Wait a minute, you, you're making shitloads from this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't count all our pod millions. <laughs> Saying that, if you did want to send us money, I can give you a paper. <laughs> No, I'm going to reiterate what we did say at the top, actually. If there's anything you'd like us to um, to discuss, anything you'd like to take issue with, maybe you hated some of the movies that we talked about and have been quite warm about. Maybe you liked something that... I, maybe you really love Dead Silence, like Jono, weirdo. Um, or maybe there's some stuff that you're a bit too bored to actually spend the time watching and would rather we just did it for you. Do get in touch. 
wewatchanything at gmail.com or ping us on Twitter. I'm always picking up my tweets. Um, we don't have a TikTok. Um, we're not that not yet. young. Not yet, no. Um, although I have seen podcasts popping up on TikTok now. Um, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you I'm know, hoping we, we could we'll... find like a little place in MySpace. Go, go back. Does uh, MySpace still exist? I think MySpace is still going. Yeah. I, I might even have a MySpace account from back in the day, but not that ever. I think I may have created an account and did nothing with it. How surprising. <laughs> yeah, I know. Weird. Again, no my plan. entrepreneurial... No, no uh... plan emerging. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why I haven't said look on our Facebook page, because it exists, but I, I, I'm really... I, I'm particularly out of love with Facebook right now, so I'm not going in here. Right, thank you ever so much for listening, if you indeed you were. Or thanks for thanks for half listening if you were kind of doing the dishes and, and doing this at the same time, which is what I do for all the podcasts. But uh, I hope we can pepper your brain with some recommendations and stuff to watch. I might try and sort of weirdly not bring some horror recommendations next time. Um, and I am going to go and watch your depressing German movie. Yeah, I do. Because yeah. I like the sound of it. I'll be interested to hear what you think. Yeah. But yeah, don't worry if you start it going, God, four hours. It's not four hours long. Brilliant. Well, maybe I want to watch it in black and white and colour. Oh, yeah. Just give me another review. <laughs> in black and white, it's great. Review. In colour, it was rubbish. <laughs> Actually, I did look ahead and it's a very muted colour. Mm. You know? um, so, might as well be black and white. Didn't uh, see the point. Rubbish. Rubbish. Yeah. Right. We'll speak to you all quite soon, as is yeah. our new pattern. Until then, happy watching. Yeah. That was quite annoying, wasn't it? No, I liked it. See you soon, dude. Bye. Bye, everyone.